Hello, and thank you for taking the time to listen to the 14th episode of Sun Signs and Their Personalities with Noah. That's me. This podcast is about sun signs and how they relate to our personalities. Today, I will be discussing Gemini, Gemini Part 3 to be exact. And the birth dates I will be discussing are June 6th to June 11th. If this is the first time you are listening to my podcast and would like to hear the beginning of Gemini, go to episode 12. There you will find Gemini part 1. Okay, let's get this started. June 6th. It is one thing to enjoy what you do. In your case, I am not just referring to your career. The desires that lie inside of you are strong, and these desires could be pertaining to any aspect of your life, like your home life, work, or even an organization that you have gotten attached to. Your goal is to make improvements where you can. You can get so wrapped up in trying to make improvements that this activity of yours, even though it may be honorable, it just sucks too much from you in a way that leaves those who want to be close to you or is close to you, pushes them out of your inner loop. It is almost like you have a mistress or girlfriend slash boyfriend on the side, but this is not the case. You are just totally wholeheartedly entangled into what you are trying to do. Once you reach this point and whatever it is you are doing that you believe will be something that will make a difference in life or situation or outcome that you strongly believe needs your assistance. This is when those around you who love you and care about you need to keep an eye on you. It is important you are not allowed to get carried away with your endeavors because you could take things too far. It is not easy for you to be like everyone else. You are a little bit different and that is okay. Some may even mistaken you for being impatient or not so eager to make agreements. But is this really the case? I wonder, when this side of you comes out, is it when you are trying to cut through all of the formalities? You do not have any tolerance for beating around the bush or taking things one slow step at a time. This drives you crazy. You just want to get on with the task at hand. And if you are working in a group, when challenges come up, they will be dealt with as they come along. Bang. That's it. (laughs) Let's go and do this is your mentality. You may act like and talk like a choir boy or girl, but in reality, you do not have any problems with getting down and dirty to get things done. As I stated earlier, people born on this day can get carried away with things and even their thoughts can get wild and crazy. Try to keep in mind that life is complicated. It is not as easy or simplistic as you would like it to be. When you are not on your cloud, or should I say cloud nine, you can be a very good source of encouragement. 
or give knowledgeable information to others that will be of great use to them. There is something you are good at, and that is talking. Yes, others can misunderstand your message, but if this message is important to you, you will find a way to get rid of the misunderstandings and make your message understood to all who are willing to listen to you. June 7. What I am about to say is something you are well known for, at least by those who have daily contact with you, knows that you have a sense of style. Now, everyone may not like your style, but that is to be expected. We all do not have the same taste in clothing, food, or art, and etc. What makes you stand out is because you should have a fashion house. The clothes you choose to wear say so much about you. Is this the reason why you like dressing like a model on the catwalk? Because you want to cover up how shy you are when you are in the public eye? I believe you are aware you attract attention easily. As much as you may love your outfits, I hope this side of you is only a little part of who you are. It is important you do not get caught up in material things. It will not be good for your spirit. Your spiritual side needs to be nurtured often because it is your spiritual side that helps you to form relationships. I believe there are only a few individuals who do not desire to have friendships or close intimate relationships. There is a chance you might get so wrapped up into tangible things that you forget your spiritual side needs. Nurturing. What you might not understand or maybe you do know how important your spiritual side is because without your spiritual side, it will be very hard for you to form relationships of any sort. I know you do not want anyone to have to sit you down and tell you the ugly truth about you. It will not be a conversation that you will enjoy. You are an air sign, so the gift of gab is something you have, but we all know not all air signs use their verbal skills in the same way, as in not all air signs are talkative. You are classy with your verbal skills. You use your verbal skills to attract others. Sometimes you have real interest in someone, and other times you are not so interested in someone, but why not? Use this opportunity to sharpen up your verbal skills. When you use your verbal skills, it is accompanied with physical skills, like you having a certain walk, or the way you look, or sitting in a chair. You know how to send out all the right signals to attract whoever you have set your mark on. I have a feeling it is very hard to break your tractor beam once you have locked on to a subject. But here is the real question. Once you have locked on and beamed up your subject, what's next? Hmm? What is next? Now that he or she is in your arms, 
the expectation is very high from the one who you have allured to you. Now you have to rock this person's world because you have set the expectation so high from the beginning of this game. Can you make this a memorable moment? I'm not saying you cannot, but if you know or sense you cannot, then taking down what you do to attract others, as in lowering the expectations of the final outcome to ensure a memorable moment, is better than leaving the expectations high and failing to make the final outcome memorable. Okay, I think someone is screaming at their device right now, asking me, why have I not said anything about people born on June 7th being eccentric? I do not know if calling people born on June 7th eccentric is the correct word to describe their behavior at times. Yes, they do have unusual behavior, but I think everyone has odd behavior at times. Maybe more so when we are alone versus being around others. Let me say this. Those born on June 7th are creative and expressive individuals. They like to experiment and try different things on for size and are curious. So if they like something, maybe they keep it. But if they do not like it, then it was just something they tried. You cannot say you do not like something if you never tried it, right? I'm going to leave this subject alone because it could get weird and I do not want to dive into it. <laughs> really, I don't. Can we all agree that those born on June 7th are excellent hosts and hostesses? They know how to throw a party and be the life of the party. People born on June 7th do not like those who are fake. You know how to stay connected to your human side, even if you become rich. June 8th. It is clear you are devoted to your family and work. I am not sure which of the two, family or work, is your favorite. I believe your steadfastness lies where your heart is. Those born on June 8th can be a type that wants to push forward at all costs but never really look at what it will cost. And of course, once everything is done, they might even say the way justifies the means. There are times those born on June 8th need a timeout and will go into seclusion. It is important when you do disconnect from others that you do not totally disconnect from everyone or the world you live in. Just because you are not talking to anyone at the moment, you can still keep up with what is going on in your life and the area in which you live. In other words, do not go off the grid. It may not be known to many that you are someone who likes to be in small groups. Now, if you have a large family, you will make adjustments. But as a norm, you would prefer to keep your interactions with others to a small group. There is something inside of you 
that keeps reminding you that it is in your nature to give 110% to the people or work that are close to your heart. You really want to be devoted to personal matters and or work that you have wholeheartedly committed yourself to. But we all know it is not possible to give 110% without having to make sacrifices. This is where things get tricky and blurry for those who you have blind dedication for. As you know, for any type of relationship or movement of a group, the pace of the relationship or movement of a group will 100% be determined by the slowest person. If you want to keep the relationship or keep the group together, then that means you have to wait on the slowest man. Because if you do not wait for the slowest man, you have no interest in keeping this relationship. Or you are not interested in keeping the group together. In your case, when you get overloaded with work or other responsibilities, you might lose focus and become critical towards those that you have blind dedication for. You can find six million reasons why you had to miss dinner with your partner. But if your partner was to do the same to you a month later, oh my God, the only excuse you would accept from him or her is a life or death reason. Yeah, that is being pretty harsh on the ones who are so close to you. But I understand why you feel this way. You know how much is on your plate and your time may be so precious as if you had to move some things around or work later to make sure you were at the dinner table to spend time with the one you love. So if the one you love does not have a busy schedule or has as busy of a schedule as you and they did not move things around or do extra work so the two of you can have this time together. Yes, it was maybe poor planning, fate, as in something happened that was not in your partner's control and it had to be addressed. So that means your plans to spend the evening together had to be canceled. Anyone would understand why you would be upset. But here's the thing. You probably do this to your partner often. See what I mean? Remember what I said about relationships and keeping the group together? You have to wait for the slowest man. Maybe. Your partner does this to you once or twice in a year. In other words, it's not something that happens often. Your partner tolerates this same behavior from you often. And that is the difference. Look, I am not a couples counselor. This is just an example of how you can be perceived in a negative way. In any relationship, there is give and take, 
and the minute we want to keep count of who has given or taken more, the relationship is in trouble. But I do believe in any type of relationship, once it has been proven over and over again, that everyone involved can give and take and is always willing to do both or one or the other at any given time, that this act is never taken advantage of by one or the other, or even by both individuals in the relationship. Yes, I know we all change, and there have been relationships that have lasted 20 years, and one day, the two individuals or one of the individuals has had enough and ends the relationship. I know this happens. I know that my thoughts about relationship concerning giving and taking is hard. If you are in a relationship and you are the one who has to do the giving all the time or taking all the time or even being the slow person or fast person in the relationship, none of this will matter once one or both of you have had enough of each other. To be honest, I do not understand why those born on June 8th put a lot on their plates. You already know how you feel about pressure, strain, and tension. Maybe the drive to accomplish your career goals and family obligations, as well as close friendship maintenance, is so strong within you, it is like once something starts going the way you would like it to go, literally everything else that is important to you starts moving as well. Go figure. It is important that you keep an open door with everyone at work and in your personal life. It will just not work if you make yourself unavailable to those who you are around for you to become a hermit. You will lose so much by closing yourself off from others. You might be wealthy as far as material things are concerned, but emotionally, mentally, and your soul will be the losers here. This is a cost I do not think you can afford, and this is a good example of the ways not justifying the means. June 9th. You are the poster child for your sun sign, Gemini, because you truly represent the Gemini twins. There are at least two sides to you. I fear that there may be more sides to you because you are subject to change, which can be a pleasant surprise to others and sometimes an unpleasant surprise to others. You can be hands-on and want to take command in one aspect of your life. And in another aspect of your life, you're willing to do as you are told. No questions asked. You are 100% submissive. But the moment you go to the other aspect of your life where you are hands-on, everyone needs to watch out. This can be quite scary. I am thinking about the pandemic. We are now in with many people working from home. What am I talking about? You might be someone who likes to be submissive at work. 
which is at home now, not at the office as it once was. So this means those who live with you might get to see a side of you that they thought did not exist because at home you are dominant. So to see you behaving submissively might shock those who live with you. They might be thinking you are not feeling well today or think of other reasons why you are behaving strangely. But what they do not understand or knew before seeing it for themselves is that you have different behaviors for every or some situations you are in. Some born on June 9th are really unpredictable. Like before you interact with them, you need to listen to them for a second to hear what comes out of their mouths or watch how they are behaving to see if they are being their submissive self or their dominant self today. The twins of the Zodiac have manifested themselves in those born on June 9th. You are not unstable in everything. You can be firm on whatever you believe in. There is no going back and forth concerning your beliefs. One can rest assured if you believe in God today, next week you will not be denouncing that God does not exist and now you are an atheist. If this should happen, there will have to be some strong evidence and still it will take you some time to wrap your head around what you once believed was true is now false. Now here's a twist. If you are a family member or close friend of someone born on June 9th, let's say once upon a time everyone was in agreement on a topic. If circumstances have changed concerning this topic, it might cause someone born on June 9th to voice their disagreement and no longer be in agreement with you. I know what you're about to say. What about being faithful and devoted to you and your feelings concerning this topic that they once were in agreement with you on? Oh, this is a tough situation to be in. And I would not want to be the one having to address why my partner, parent, or someone else close to me, born on June 9th, has deserted me when I needed their support the most. This may be why it is important for those born on June 9th to always do a check to see if those around them are still on the same page as they are. You have a knack with kids, and I believe children like you as well. You can be as playful as a little child. A job working with children or having children of your own is something that really would bring joy into your life. From all that I have read about those born on June 9th, you do not have a problem with showing your emotions. I'm not saying you are an emotional person. No, no. Mm -mm. You just have strong emotions. And when you show them, it is overwhelming to see you 
be this way. I'm referring to the negative emotions, like being vexed or being discontent for some reason. To be fair, others suffer from having strong emotions as well. So this is something you are not alone in dealing with. But just the same, you need to find some ways of controlling your strong emotions. Maybe a little meditation. Look, you have to get rid of all of the walls and doors you have put up concerning different aspects of your life. I think you need an open floor plan. Instead of having large and small rooms throughout your mental house, this way, when the positive winds blow through the windows, it is able to flow throughout your mental home with ease and will not be blocked by doors or walls. I believe opening up yourself mentally will help you emotionally and physically. It will allow you to understand and maybe be open-minded. I hope it will bring enlightenment. You need to see things and people in different ways. So you do not divide things and people into categories that they may not deserve to be in. June 10th. You are a special soul. You hold your cards close to your chest. It is hard to know when you are happy or depressed because you are so good at playing a role. What is it that bothers you the most? I know it is not easy trying to decide what to do in a negative situation, but sometimes the load of a negative situation can be very heavy. You are a secretive person. When it comes to sharing what hurts you, this behavior of yours does allow you to search your soul and mind in hopes to find a solution to your problem. Why do you behave like this? Is it because you think others will make fun of you or would not understand what is going on with you? I have news for you. You are not the first person who has been placed in a bad situation by others, themselves, or even by fate. I would like to think those close to you would not want you to suffer in silence. Some might call what lies inside of you dark, unhealthy desires, and dangerous obsessions. I do not know what to say about the things that causes a twinkle in your eye. The things you gravitate to, and I'm not saying that everything that you gravitate to is... Hmm, how can I put this? I need to think for a minute. Maybe something dangerous or could be seen as being weird or something unnormal maybe harmful. We are all different, okay? So let me just make that very clear. There are things about you, or should I say, there are things that you like that many would see as unusual, unnormal, uh something to avoid, 
dangerous, harmful. It is not something that most would take an interest in. For example, playing with cobras is a that's unusual. But yet and still, if you look on YouTube, you will find people uh what was it? I was watching a video. I don't know if it was YouTube or not. Okay, just let me make that clear. But this person had placed their baby in the middle of like five cobras, I want to say. And I think the title was um, Snakes Babysitting. I think that's what it was. But that's what I'm talking about. Stuff like that. So I am not saying that (laughs) the things that put a twinkle in your eye are wrong. I'm just saying that they tend to put others, um, make others feel uneasy. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That is what I meant to say. Uh, They tend to make others feel uneasy. You have an immeasurable amount of interest in knowing more about it. There might be a little man scientist inside of you and at times a little bit hard to control. You must be careful not to ignore warning signs about your health or in your relationships. These signs are there to help you to catch whatever it is while it is small and not invasive yet. I am telling you this because you tend to want to ignore the flashing red lights and yellow lights warning you of incoming danger or warning you to be cautious. If others pay close attention to you, they might see telltale signs of what is troubling you, but you are so good at covering up everything with pretty bows, big beautiful smiles, and always appearing to be in a good mood. Hmm. One will have to look closely at you to see your telltale signs. Women born on June 10th may give themselves away easily. Hmm. I'm not 100% sure about that one. But with men, it can be much harder for anyone to see what is troubling them. It is so important you do not do too much exploring into negative things. You know the things that I said give you a twinkle in your eye. You know, just ease up on them just a little bit, maybe a lot. I don't know you personally, so I don't know how much you dibble and dabble into such things. I know. You got a thing for doing this, but you have to spend more time exploring positive things. June 11th. Are people who really understand the meaning of the song, Ain't No Mountain High Enough, song by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell, because your determination to get what you want or be successful at accomplishing your goals is clearly stated in this song. Nothing will get in your way. If you have a partner 
who is supportive at times or not supportive at times? Hmm. I do not think the two of you will be together for long. You need those close to you to be on board with what you are trying to accomplish. 100%. They do not have to be physically helping you, but mentally and emotionally, they need to have your back. Because there will come times when you need some cheering up, especially when things are getting dark and you're feeling low. Here's the thing. With people born on June 11th, their desires can be anything. I am saying this because maybe there is someone listening and could be thinking, okay, (laughs) so those born on June 11th have strong desires to get what they want or accomplish their goals, like becoming a doctor, be a scuba instructor, or work for NASA. Just wait one second and let me explain better. Those born on June 11th take the time and whatever else that is needed for them to learn and master all that they need to know so that they can be successful at being good at what they have set as their desires. If what they desire has a hint of endangerment, all the better. This will be fuel in their willpower tanks. This is what I mean by their desires could be anything. Do not think in the realm of a career. No, it could be something personal or even mental. If someone born on this day has set their desires to be the best criminal of all times, you best believe they want to be legendary and probably want their story to be told only after they are dead. So, for those who are living with you, as I stated earlier, they do not need to assist you physically, and they may not want to depending on what your desires are. Not everyone wants to stare death in the eye, but them being a cheerleader on the sidelines will be enough support for you. Unlike other Geminis, you tend to not want to be all over the place, trying to learn this and that just enough so you can move on to the next stage or take on many different projects. No, you want to master what you have set as your desires to accomplish and be successful at it. Yes, you take on this do or die attitude when you set out to accomplish your desires. I do not know if the idea of you not being able to be successful is a thought you have really took into consideration. People tend to admire you because you know how to use force, domination, be a team player, and work alone. All of these things might be needed to get you where you want to be. Great. Now everyone knows you are not a one-trick pony, but you still have to be careful not to become full of oneself. You might start to think and or behave like you are the most important person on this planet. 
This is not the type of vibes you want others to feel coming from you. This could and probably will cause people to detest or maybe abhor you. Keep in mind, no one likes a show off. All right, this is the end of Gemini Part 3. In my next podcast, I will be discussing Gemini Part 4. And the dates are June 12th to June 18th. I hope you will return and listen to Sun Signs and their personalities with me, Noah. If you would like to contact me, my email address is sunsignswithpersonality at gmail.com. It will be greatly appreciated. And let me just say thank you in advance if you will leave me a tip of a dollar or whatever you have to give. My PayPal email address is sunsignswithpersonality at gmail.com. All of the information that I have just given to you will be located in the show notes. I hope I have given you some insight into someone or a few people. Can I dare to say, giving you insight into yourself? Every day is another opportunity for all of us to learn something and understand one another, as well as ourselves. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Bye for now.